and gentlemen. I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. T-minus 37 seconds. Fight with growing confidence. equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Welcome to Finding Your Frequency. I am your host, Jeff Spinard. I am the CEO and president of World Talk Radio, home to the Voice America Talk Radio and TV networks. Joining me, of course, my co-host, colleague, partner in crime, Mr. Ryan Treasure. Ryan. Guess who's back? Back again. Back again. Yes. Still good to have you back, Jeff. I'm it been, has uh, been ages, my friend. I almost forgot what I was doing. You 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 rolled in here and you rattled that off like you just did it yesterday. <laughs> like a pro, huh? Yeah, it was good, man. Almost like I knew it. what I was doing. <laughs> you think you've been doing radio before or something? <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. So what's been going on? You've been holding down the fort for uh, a few months now yeah. while I've been on hiatus and doing my thing. Dude, How's we, it been going, man? We, we've been doing lots and lots of recordings mm. and and lots of live shows and you know full hour podcast, mm-hmm. micro podcast, thirty minute ones. Harry's been uh, f- hooking us up with guests and yeah, yeah, man, it's been a fun little ride. I'm learning all kinds of stuff about all kinds of stuff. It's been, been wonderful. Some major numbers too, by the way. I mean, when we're getting into the uh, you know five digits, almost approaching the six digits, that's nice. And you know, we're gonna keep climbing. Uh, with our audience as we move along. We got some real hot guests uh, coming up. Even today, we got a hot guest. Yeah, and all you guys that are listening, if you're listening on like Spotify or iTunes or, or any of those pod, pod catchers, yes, we're on iHeartRadio yep. now, uh, to make sure you like, you subscribe so you can get the show every time downloaded directly to your device. Uh, and then, of course, we're always on voiceamerica.com. Uh, you know, really, Don't really, be afraid really to cool. call in if you've got any questions. You know, we're always here to take those calls. 472-5788, anytime you can call in. And uh, man, last week's show, was really cool we did um kind of like an 80s, 80s you know what gig. was it like to grow up in the 80s and andy and i did two two episodes of that uh back to back on two fridays and man it was interesting because um there was a lot of stuff that happened in the 80s and 90s yeah. which we're like in the middle of dealing with right now um like you know Iran shooting missiles at Saudi Arabia, or, mm-hmm. or or are they? That's what we think, but nobody really knows if they really did it because they're not right. taking uh, responsibility well, for Iran it. Iran is supposed to be. If that ever happens, Iran is supposed to be uh, a world war that is to end all wars. Mm-hmm. At least that's. Biblically speaking. Correct. So Well, and I was thinking about it, too, because you have, like, Iran is friends with Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And Iran has more backing in Iraq as well. So you would have this multinational Iraq, Iran, Russia versus the United States, Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. the U.N. coalition. It would literally probably turn into World War Three. So mm-hmm. if you guys are listening to the show, no I doubt. urge restraint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's back off on the, on the war talk. <laughs> How about a little sports, my friend? Oh, man, your Patriots are just I, whooping yeah. them up. I, I had to say it only because of the Patriots, you know what I mean? Yeah, my They card- are just kicking ass. My Cardinals are doing okay for having a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. Uh, we haven't had a win yet, but we've only had one loss and a tie, so I guess a tie is better than a loss. Well, I'll tell uh, you what, that first game that, that he played— 
coming back from a deficit mm-hmm. and at least tying the game. It gave him a little bit of confidence. Yeah. That loss didn't do him any any justice uh, this week. But we'll see what's coming. Who's you, who you guys got this week? Oh, Carolina Panthers without Cam Newton. Okay, exactly. That's good, right? It's really good. Obviously, Cam is a good one yeah. to get out of the picture. But yeah, he's good. I don't so know how I, the rest of the team is I think this is, is a winnable one for us, for sure. Even if Cam was playing, I think it's a winnable one for us because um, I think our offense is finally starting to gel and come together. Kyler mm-hmm. Murray is the only quarterback in the history of all quarterbacks to that start his two first rookie games and have over 300 yards passing in each game. Huh. So that's a pretty cool stat. You're just a fountain of information. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, hey, you know, let's say any given Sunday. Hey, I spend a lot of time on NFL.com. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have not spent as much time as I may have liked. Uh, but, you know, again, I only follow the Patriots. The rest I don't really care about. So. Yeah, you guys gave Miami a shellacking. Oh, my God. It was it was brutal. You, you guys gave we them a shellacking. Uh, Pittsburgh's butt, too. <laughs> you, you shellacked Miami so bad, they <laughs> fired their starting quarterback and is now having the second string guy start for the third week because of how bad Brian Fitzpatrick was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get right out of there. How do you go two games and not score any points? Not even one point. That's pretty brutal. Not even a field goal. Yeah, that 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 <laughs> ash, that warrants a change in uh, management or coaching. So yeah, and that cor- that quarterback that uh, they're going to put in for Miami was the former first round draft pick of the Cardinals from the last year, Josh Rosen. So now he's ah. in Miami. So and it's funny because it happened to him last year too. He was playing it in in Arizona, and then uh, uh, Glass Joe or whatever was the quarterback. <laughs> of, I can't even remember his name. That's how bad he was terrible. Um, and then he played like three games. He got hurt, and then he had to come in and play for the rest of the season. So it's like the same season again for him on a different team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam well, Bradford. Hey. Sam Glassford. Glassford. Sam. There it was. <laughs> Sam Bradford. Was that uh, Detroit? For Where did Sam play? New York? No, he was on the Cardinals last year. Oh, okay. He's reti- he didn't start there. He's retired now. Well, you, well, <laughs> yeah, he retired before he started. Man, we got a good show today. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, when do we want to uh, talk to Mr. G. Keith Alexander? Speaking of football, you know, G. Keith is in New York, uh, you know, which, of course, the uh, New York Giants, who have taken out my Patriots on a couple of occasions. It's a Coke. Yeah. (laughs) So, G. Keith Alexander is our guest uh, at this time. Uh, G. Keith, voiceover talent. Uh, has brought R- some of R&B's uh, hip-hop and, and music uh, people to the to the forefront. Uh, he's just New York's number one voiceover talent, uh, won many awards. This gentleman really, really has a, a big name uh, in the New York City uh, area, and of course, I think uh, across the country. So Yeah, and that's why I said it's a Coke, because uh, we were talking about football, and in this last Super Bowl, he was the voice of uh, some of the, uh, the oh, content sake. in the Coke commercials. That's right. Yeah, that's right. so uh, also, uh, you know, he, he did Fox 5's New York's The McCreary Report, um, and I think G. Keith is still active today, right, doing voiceover work. I know he runs the VoiceOver yes. Academy as well, so if you need to learn how to do voiceovers and that, he can uh, teach man. You had to do it. He is the man. He is the man. Okay, are we? G. Keith. G. Keith, hey, welcome to the show, me... my friend. 
Well, thank you so very, very much. You guys make me sound so good. I want to kiss myself. <laughs> well, it, I, I'd pay kiss away, I would my pay friend. money to see you try to do that. <laughs> Depends what you're talking about. Kiss, you know, what party's kissing himself, you know? Oh, well, yes, I yeah, guess you can kiss your own hand. I'm thinking like try to kiss no, your I face. <laughs> Lick your ear. I kiss my own ass. <laughs> Well, it's good to have you on the show, G. Keith. Uh, we have several reasons for having you on today. But uh, listen, why don't you talk to uh, talk to the audience and give a little background on who G. Keith is? Well, okay. You know, I'm always uh, bashful and shy. Yeah. But uh, I'll tell you this. I've um, been in New York radio for uh, Probably, well, since the 70s, I've been on about five of the top radio stations here in New York uh, as a DJ, and uh, I've done voiceovers and TV commercials, of, in fact, about over a thousand national radio TV commercials. Wow. I heard uh, Ryan talking about uh, the Coke spot that I was on in the Super Bowl, and uh, I've... I've had some films. My, the latest film I'm in is uh, The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway and Rene Russo, oh. where I walk in with uh, uh, Robert De Niro on the first day of the job. And, I remember uh, you in that. And I just, I just recently did a very big uh, video game voice for a video game, but they made me sign an NDA, so I can't speak on ah. which one it is just yet and until don't you, they tell me it's okay. Doesn't that to, drive you nuts? Because you're like, I did all this cool work, but I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you say when the release is? Uh, no, I can't even say that. Oh, they really? told me, don't even tell people you were here. <laughs> so you know, You've already said too much. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so, there's some uh, men in black uh, in knocking fact, on your door right fact, now. In fact, if they hear me talking right now, I'll probably be arrested. Yeah, all right. We'll put that. We'll put that segment under lock and key. Code for, code for. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, what I've done. And, and right now, of course, uh, we're we're working on launching this uh, incredible uh, multi-platform media network, uh, and we're going to launch it. Guess, guess where? We're going to launch it uh, on Voice America. Well, all right. Powered by World Talk Radio, Voice America. I love it. Yes, yeah. we, are in, uh, we are in the works. Uh, G. Keith, you've done so much in your career that now it's time for you to have your own platform where you're I running agree. the show, calling the shots. I think it's going to be very exciting. I, I, I agree, and, I, and I'm so glad that... Uh, that I'm partnering with you guys because you guys have been doing this for 20 years or so, and yep. uh, you've got uh, you know uh, over 300 hosts and 500 uh, radio shows, and then 140 markets. So hey, there's no no one else better for me to be with. That, that I can't agree with you more. Yeah, G. Keith, it's been an interesting <laughs> it's been an interesting ride the last year, just working with you and your team, and uh, you know, really finding our frequency in this digital space of radio. And you know, uh, I really I really love what we're doing and what we're creating. It's it, it's really bringing together, um, you know, not just radio guys, but you know, culture and different aspects mm -hmm. to the table that I think will be uh, advantageous. I think the listeners will really uh, gravitate towards the content, and I think it's going to be wonderful, man. Well, that's, well, thank you. I think thank that's you. absolutely something we should touch base on right now is, you know, first of all, you haven't even mentioned what the name of the network is going to be. Yeah, well, that was, I was waiting for the drum roll from you guys. <laughs> well, here it comes. There it is. What do you got? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together 
We're getting ready to launch a multi-platform media network called Harlem America. Beautiful. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen, Harlem America. Uh, And we'll be talking to the world from the heart and soul of New York. There you go. There you go. So, G. Keith, you know, I think our listeners want to know, I mean, you've been in this radio industry and in the media and entertainment business for, for such long a for such time. a long time. Um, you're in the Broadcasters Hall of Fame, correct? <laughs> I'm in, well, I'm in the, um, the Paley Center, which uh, here in New York, the Radio TV Museum, that's what it used to be called, and Paley, the guy that started CBS, mm-hmm. uh, he has this museum. So I'm, they've got my radio archive in the museum. And I'm also, uh, some of my voiceover work is in the Smithsonian under the Carolyn Jones uh, archive. That's awesome. Now that's cool. So how did, you, how did you find your frequency in radio when you got started? Like, what, what, where were you? What were you doing when that was where yeah, you, when like, was how did you step moment, into that? Right. Well, you know, Ryan, it's a very interesting story, and it's going to be part of my story for um, recruiting folks for Harlem America. Nice. I, I was in college. I had gotten out of the Marine Corps, and I got a scholarship to Fordham University here in New York. I'm from Chicago originally. And while I was, excuse me, uh, I saw, I read a newspaper where you too could be a disc jockey. So I said, uh, oh, okay. So I, I went to audition for this job at one of the classical radio stations, and it was owned by the New York Times. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing, but I saw the guys on the other end of the glass after they gave me a script to read. They were laughing at me because I couldn't pronounce, you know, at that time uh, there were names like uh, Tchaikovsky and, 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 and uh, of course, I could pronounce Mozart, but they had a lot of classical uh, uh, artists that I, I didn't know about. Them. So these guys laughed at me. So <laughs> I, I felt dejected. I went home, and, and just so happens a few weeks later there was another ad in the newspaper about being in radio, but this time, this guy, he bought a block of uh, radio time to about 12 hours, and he was selling 15-minute increments. Uh. So I would buy uh, every Tuesday morning from 5.15 a.m. Uh, to 5.15 uh, to 5.30 a.m., long enough to say hello, play three records, and say goodbye. So I took that, that uh, audio cassette to school every morning and the kids would laugh at me oh gee keith you wouldn't uh, you're not gonna be a disc jockey ah forget about it ah and so when i heard that this uh other radio station was looking for djs i took the the cassette tape to the radio station uh and the guy uh, he he listened he laughed a little bit but he said hey, you know what, kid? I'm going to hire you to be my librarian you'll take care of the music and when i take off the air you'll sit in for me on the weekends and that's how I got started. Oh, that's awesome. What a great story. You know, I always think, and Jeff, you'll, I know you'll appreciate this because we've been in this business of brokered programming for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it always goes back to that for radio in the in the history of radio you, you you go backwards in time and you know the commercial type of radio that we have now that wasn't how radio started radio started back in the you know 40s and 50s everybody was buying time from somebody else right right in right. order to, to to get their record heard to get their message heard whether they're, yeah whether like politics or music or whatever it was uh and and it's really cool if you watch there's a scene in uh oh brother where art thou uh remember what those guys sing 
with I George Clooney. Uh, yeah, so there's a, there's a part in there, and they have they have to go buy radio time, so mm-hmm. that way they can do this thing for the political. And I always I always just gravitate towards the history of radio in that space. And here we are in 2020, dang near you know 70 years later, 80 you years know, later. It really is your shortcut in shortcut in first of all, but. Uh, it's such a learning experience, sure. and if you do well, um, obviously, we've watched people grow and expand. You know, become you know almost legendary in the business uh, from something that they started way back in the day, where they bought some time. You're right. You know. And I was going to say, if you go back in time, I think there's some legendary legendary folks that, that started that way. And I can't remember the guy's name. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Larry King. Larry King. <laughs> right? Larry King. Larry his, King started that way? Yeah. He, oh, got yeah. His, he was buying his own time. Uh, and, and that's how he kickstarted his career. Yep. I think he, I, I think he, he had a couple of bucks in a Cadillac. His, he bought some time for his wife, too. Yep. So she could do a show. Well, it's, uh, it's it? definitely a way to come in if ABC or CBS or ESPN, if they're not coming after you looking for you, yep. then uh, it, 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 it's the, your next step to getting into radio. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you know what? There's, everybody has a message. You know, there's always something uh, to say. You know, people want to get out there. They want to be heard. They want to take that next step in their career. You know, whatever it is, I mean, radio uh, is just, is that platform. Yeah. You know, it just brings you to that whole new level. And, Jay Keith, I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And I, of course, I'm, I'm, anxious to, uh, I'm, I'm anxious to launch Harlem America because there, there's so many business people in the yeah. community who would like to be able to uh, uh, put their voice, their message, uh, talk about their service and products. Uh, and, uh, and, and now with the technology, as you guys know, you can, you, you can be heard globally yep. with uh, your, your message. Yep. I'm just reading this too. Uh, when Larry King started his first job, where he was actually getting paid as a disc jockey in 1957, huh. um, in Miami, where, where he was at, he he was he was uh, doing uh, afternoon newscasts and sports casting for a big fat whopping fifty bucks a week. <laughs> Back then, that was good money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Keith, well, let's let's go back to Harlem America for a second. Um, sure. <clears throat> You obviously have a vision with Hall of America. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how you envision uh, the start of Hall of America and where you see it kind of expanding out to. Well, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, we're, we're trying to launch it by at least have a, a soft launch. Uh, at the uh, end of this year, which go, which will be the the beginning of of January, uh, and uh, we see it uh, expanding into uh, quite a, a large network mm-hmm. uh, because we're going to have eventually we're going to have our three channels, which yes. will be entertainment, empowerment, and health and wellness, and uh, certainly there are enough um, potential clients that we've already identified. Uh, here in Harlem, after doing uh, uh, so much research, uh, we've uh, identified over 1,300 potential clients. Wow. Uh, and that's just from here in Harlem, not to mention 
uh, the various uh, national sponsors and things that we're going after. So we're going to eventually expand it into this major platform, and it will uh, it, it will have three components to it. It will have the media part, mm-hmm. of course, uh, the but the, then it will also have the community part uh, because Harlem is such a vivacious community, and it's it, it's um, it, it 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 is growing by leaps and bounds, and and resources are here, and and uh, there's some gentrification as well. So we want to be able to showcase and promote the uh, rich culture here in Harlem and historic culture. And then there's the other component, which is the destination. So um, because Harlem is not just uh, a community, it's also a destination where tourists come from all over the world, they come into Harlem. So we want to be able to speak to the, the uh, tourists as well and, uh, and, and uh, bring them uh, into, more of them into Harlem so that they can spend their dollars and help to uh, uh, help uh, economic growth economy, right? uh, in Harlem as well. Yep, yep. So that's what Harlem America uh, is about. Uh, I, to me, uh, Harlem America... And Harlem is the most soulful place on earth. And uh, that's what we're going to uh, market to the whole world. I love it. Yeah. Whenever I watch, you know, movies and TV shows and, you know, they depict Harlem, there's always this soulful sense of uh, legendary music and jazz and art and culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this. And I think it's going to be it's going to be great. We're, we're, we're essentially building a business. Right. And we know how hard it is to build a business. Right. G. Keith. Oh, yes. <laughs> so oh, I'm yes. Gonna, I want to tell you how, how we can make building a business easier, <laughs> right? Growing mm-hmm. a business is hard, especially if you're wasting hours every day moving data from emails to spreadsheets to your CRM or whatever. Shouldn't that kind of stuff just happen without lifting a finger? Well, our sponsor it today, should. Zapier, can help with that. When you're running your own business, your to-do list is never ending, right? You know you could automate many of those tasks that you do, but you don't know how, and that's where Zapier comes in. It is the easiest way to automate your work connecting your business software that handles work for you so you can focus on the things that matter most like for us right focusing on radio and connections mm-hmm. and people and less time having to you know press the buttons right <laughs> <laughs> no more wasting times on tasks that you know could be automated because that's exactly what zapier was built to do if you go to our okay. special link zapier.com slash frequency connect the apps that you use the most and let zapier take it from there Right now through uh, November, try Zapier free by going to our special link, zapier.com slash frequency. That's zapier.com slash frequency for your free 14-day trial, zapier.com slash frequency. Join more than 4.5 million people who are saving an average of 40 hours a month by using Zapier to automate your business tasks. That's impressive. Yeah. I, so I, I used Zapier uh, several times uh, here for Voice America, World Talk Radio to, you know, just move information from like Google Drive to, you know, uh, a CRM input or uh, moving uh, leads that might generate from social media directly into your CRM or into a spreadsheet or some type of those things. So it's a really, really cool platform. So go check it out. Uh, Zapier.com slash frequency for your 14 day. Save free yourself trial. some time. Yeah. Excellent. You know, every time I talk to you guys, I always learn something about technology and efficiency I didn't know before. Thank you very much for that, Ryan. Oh, you're welcome. That? And big shout out and thank you to Zapier for sponsoring this episode of Finding Your Frequency. Wow. 
Okay. And yes, you know what, uh, G. Keith, you're going to learn a heck of a lot more uh, as we move forward. G. Keith, you know, is going to step up. He's going to be running his own network and, of course, working with Voice America. Uh, We're going to help to build uh, Harlem America. And uh, I really can't wait to see what we can accomplish. So on that note, G. Keith, we're going to take a little bit of, uh, of a break here. Uh, okay. Ryan, yeah, guys, check us, us out, out all over social media at Radio Ryan One at Jeff Spinney Two, and of course we're on Twitter for the main Voice America account at Voice America TRN Talk Radio Network. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel right here on the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the legend G. Keith Alexander. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join Voice America and host Alex Fullick for the DRJ Fall 2019 in Phoenix at the JW Marriott Desert Ridge as we broadcast live Monday, September 30th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. The topics of the event are innovations in managing risk and resiliency. This is part of a three-day event featuring the top industry experts designed to keep your organization at the forefront of risk management. For more information, visit DRJ dot com forward slash fall 2019 or join us live on voiceamerica.com forward slash live events the voice america talk radio network is on instagram make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows live events and around the network we want to see what you have to share as well check us out on instagram at voice america talk radio Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You're tuned into Finding Your Frequency with hosts Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. Connect with the show. Call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. And welcome back to Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host, Jeff Spinard. I'm co-host Ryan Treasure, and woo, that was loud in my ears. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Josh, you're just blowing us out over here. Good job, though. Yes, yes. I like the music. I mean, big shout out to yeah. my cousin for rocking that music track yeah, for us. That's right. Yep. Yes. yes. Excellent. Excellent track. We had to we had to get rid of our uh, Lunatic it? Fringe. Lunatic Fringe. Right. Who's the What's the band? Oh man, I can't even remember. Radio something. They did like one album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was the only song I knew from them. So yeah. it was a good one. I, mean, <laughs> it was I think a great he, tune. He, he did. It, uh, uh, my cousin Paul Duplantis. He did a. He did a pretty good job of trying to job. recreate it without making the same song. Yes, exactly. 
we I think we got we need to have him on the show one of these days. He's uh he's into this crazy thing now called the convergent connected web, uh, where he's starting a business around it. And so I think okay. that might be a good a good topic. Uh, I think so because I have no idea what that is. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> he's got G- a whole. Keith, you got any idea? <laughs> G. Keith, do you know what the emergent connected web is? No, unless you're telling me that someone has created now another uh, extension that we can veer off to on the web. Well, that's probably the case. Uh, Ryan and I have no idea what that is yet either. So, uh, well, I think it's like a decentralized version of the web that's not hosted on servers that Google controls. Something oh, similar really? to that. Okay. All right. Hmm. But anyways, I don't know. Let's not nerd out about connected convergent. Uh, we can I, can't, do that. I can't nerd out I, anyway. <laughs> so, you know, that'd be a very short conversation. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be the cousin price spending the whole hour trying to explain to us what it is so we can understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about something that G. Keith knows about, and that's New York Radio. Ryan, yes. you had some questions? I do. You know, I... Again, I'm I'm kind of a I'm kind of a history nerd in in, in some respects. You are. I, I I love history. Um, and with such a tenure that you've had in 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 radio in the biggest market in the world, um, I I don't think there's another market bigger than New York City. Is that correct? I mean, even London is not as big as New York City from a radio or media market, right? Well, you're absolutely right. New York uh, is and has always been the uh, the largest market in the world one of the reasons is well you know a lot of radio people would love to uh, migrate to new york radio uh... in fact you know it's a goal of a lot of people wherever they start to try to get into new york radio because it's the media capital of the world there's always something happening here the um, the in, the entertainers co- have to come through new york in order to build up their own uh, uh, careers and businesses. So uh, the New York radio, in fact, a lot of the the uh, celebrities and people that I've met throughout the year, I, w- I would not have, uh, or years, I would not have met them had I been in some other market outside right. of New York. Maybe L.A. you might uh, get some of the celebrities uh, coming through there. L.A.'s number uh, two, right? Other parts of the world. Yeah, LA is not a number one market. It's a number two number market. Two. I believe. I think. I think LA and Chicago are both number two markets. Correct. Uh, something like that. Uh, it, it used to be. It, it used to be that Chicago was number two and LA was number three. I don't know what it is now, uh, but uh, because I, I've been here in New York, a lot of the the entertainers be them uh, be them uh, radio uh, uh, music or uh, actors or uh, authors, they all wanted to come to New York Radio to have their interviews so that they could tell the rest of the stations uh, around the country, well, we just got interviewed on a radio station in New York. That would validate them. So New York has always been a uh, large uh, radio market. And plus, for many years, you had ABC Radio coming out of New York, which, uh, uh, you know, uh, gave New York that uh, cachet. is that what makes uh, New York the, the number one market? I mean, is it, is it just the size? I mean, you know, when you get 22 million people uh, in the New York City metro, I mean, there's a huge numbers. Is I mean, is that what makes uh, the the rank? Well, you know, now that's a good question. Um, I I don't know specifically. 
what makes it uh, outside of the fact that uh, all the media is here and and the and the the action and entertainment and all that stuff is here. Uh, however, I will say this because you you just uh, made me uh, decide I'm going to brag a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was on uh, uh, Disco ninety two WKTU back in the eighties, which uh, we Disco went from 92, number yeah, one. Yeah. We, we, we went from uh, number 22 to number one in 30 days, and we knocked out WABC, which had been the Joggernaut Radio. Yeah, no um, I was doing 10 a.m. to uh, 2 p.m., and the Boston Globe came down to New York to interview me, and come to find out, my show, I had a 22 share of the audience. Oh, a 22 share. Big. That's Nowadays, huge. Nowadays, here in New York, you're lucky if you can get a three share or four share. Yeah. Uh, but back I was in those say days, five or six, you're uh, doing fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So that was a ranking that that I had. But the station was number one, and um, we, uh, you know, benefited from that. But when when was that? As, uh, when, when was that? That you that, that what, was that like in the back in the eighties? Was it in the eighties? You said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that was in the eighties. Like um, we started uh, KTU in seventy eight, and seventy eight is when we went from twenty two to number one in thirty days because they changed the music from uh, mellow music to disco music, and disco was just coming in. We had oh, Studio yeah. fifty four was hot. We had all the the roller skating rinks where people were in every night dancing on skate. Oh, you were so, in. It. You were in the so, hot. Yeah, so then. It lasted. Uh, it, it lasted a few years until that guy Dahl in uh, Chicago, uh, Rick Dahl, I think his name was. He had the people bring the disco records to Kaminsky Park, and they threw him on the field. And he took a steamroller uh-huh. and rolled over him, and and it started uh, uh, the end of that was the end of disco. Yep. Yep. Wow. What an interesting time to oh be in God. New York on the radio with. No with, kidding. I mean, like that was like party central in the seventies and eighties, oh, man. Yes. Disco, oh, Studio yeah. 54, yeah. I mean, Chief Keith, you were right in it, weren't you? Oh, let me tell you, I, I was in it night and day. <laughs> uh, I, I, I lived parties, I, <coughs> I went to all the hot oh. spots, uh, if there was a restaurant opening, I was there, and during that time, right before MTV came on the air, yeah. they called me and said, uh, Chief Keith, uh, we're looking for VJs. And I said, what's a VJ? Uh-huh. And he said, uh, a video jock. I said, really? He said, yeah, we'd like for you to come down. We're starting this um, this network uh, called MTV, and we'd like for you to audition. So <laughs> so uh, I, I, I thought I'd go down mm. looking like uh, Venus Flytrap from uh, w, <laughs> uh, the, the WKRP. So yeah, yeah. I had on this. I had on this buttergreen Johnny Versace uh, <laughs> uh leather outfit yeah i had a i had a, a black mink coat and i had a, a baseball cap with the uh the scrambled eggs on top you know oh, like you the navy commanders were. <laughs> and i went down with uh, two young ladies and so they put me in front of the teleprompter and they had these names of rock guys that i had never heard before so i get in front of the teleprompter and i'm I'm, I'm 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 reading the teleprompter doing my audition, <laughs> and uh, I, some of these guys I I had never seen never. So when I finished, the guy said, "Well, G. Keith, you know you got it. You have exactly what we want, uh, and uh, we, we'll get back to you in in two weeks." And uh, I said, "Okay, great." 
So I, I, I left, and then two weeks later they called me and said, well, G. Keith, we started going a different direction. And yeah. uh, so I was from R&B and jazz. They ended up hiring this guy, J.J. Jackson, who <laughs> had come from the rock I remember world. that guy. Yep. Yeah, so, so J.J. Was, was the guy that they, they hired instead of me. Huh. Oh, wow. I remember that, too. I was I was like a little <clears throat> kid when that was going on. <laughs> uh, I want to see the outfit, by the way. You, yeah. got, any, you got any pictures? <laughs> well, you know what? I, I have a picture of me with the, the black mink coat. Unfortunately, I went into a restaurant uh, with it on and hung it up in the back of the, the restaurant, uh, along with the, the two ladies who had their fur coats. So we hung them up in the back. And at the end of the meal, I went to the back to get their coats and mine. Well, Someone had walked out with my coat, oh. but their coats were there. So I don't have the coat anymore, but I do have a photograph of me in the coat. Yeah, okay. You need to send that to me. Send me a shot. <laughs> I got to see it. Hey, so uh, what, what is Radio Row in New York? What, what is that? Can you ex- explain that? Radio Row? Uh, hmm, I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, I mean, isn't like WCBS or whatever has their own like street name after them, right? WNBC. Oh. So there's, it's like oh. Radio Row. It's like a street, a row of like a lot of those media stations, right? Yeah, well, okay. On, on 6th Avenue, Avenue of the Americas, at, at, at one time, they, uh, ABC, CBS, all those uh, uh, big corporations like that, NBC, they, they all have their radio stations there. NBC uh, still is in Rockefeller Center, so they've got theirs there. Uh, I think ABC has moved theirs from there, and CBS may still be there, but because of that, it was named uh, years ago Radio Row. Right. That's awesome. Right. I think the Radio Row actually got its name in like the 60s, something like that. I'm looking at a website here where it's kind of talking about yeah, the, the history of Radio Row. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be it. Uh, uh, was that you? I just heard. Um, uh, Jeff say WNBC. Yes, yes, WNBC. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I used to, when I first got in radio, I, I used to uh, follow him because uh, I, I, uh, I, I thought he was a, a great talent. And he used to ask the women, are you naked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever they called in. <laughs> the old shock jock, right? Yeah, that was yeah, like the epitome of shock jock for sure. Yeah. If, if you've seen what the movie, uh, Howard Stern. No, 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 that wasn't Howard Stern. It, uh, that was before Howard Stern. It was, um, uh, what's the guy's oh, name? Oh, Imus? Imus in the morning, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Don Imus. <laughs> Don Imus. We used to have him so, on satellite yeah. at, like, for our morning shows over at the, uh, at the AM I station. Nev- Jeff and never, I, at. I was never a big Imus fan. No. Howard Stern I liked. Imus, eh, eh. I can I'll, take him and leave him. For, uh, for me being an audio engineer, the only thing I was happy about Imus is it came over on satellite and I didn't actually have to run the board. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just right, pushed right. the button and let it come okay, through. syndicate, <laughs> Nice. So well. you used to follow Imus? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I, when I, I used to be a fan of his because I thought he was, you know, really unique when he first came on. Sure, sure. And uh, and and then uh, he got in some trouble, and and uh, and I think he left the station for a while or something. And and so I, I kind of uh, uh, got interested in somebody else. And uh, but he was one of my my uh, my icons that I would uh, nice uh, listen to. Nice. Who else? Who else uh, uh, makes the G Keith Keith list? Well, um, uh, Howard Stern is interesting, but I, I I couldn't listen to Howard um, 
uh, all the time, uh, and I only listen to him. Uh, uh, I only listen to him because one day I was walking down the street, and Howard and Robin, whom I had never met, uh-huh. were, they were walking towards me, and Robin stopped real quick and said, "Gee, Keith Alexander," ah. and I said, "Yes." She says, "Howard, this is G. Keith Alexander." And and so Howard and I spoke for a minute, and from then on, I, then on, I decided, well, well, let me start listening let to the radio show for a while. Right. And uh, so I, I became a, a a a fan for a short amount of time, and uh, and then I moved on. Right, right, Fairweather fan, which <laughs> which is you know that's exactly the opposite. You know, uh, that's the way I feel about Imus. Of course, I didn't, yeah. you know, <laughs> see him walking down the street and talk to him or anything, but, you know. <laughs> but I do, my friend, uh, uh, his name's Brendan Murphy. He's a, mm-hmm. a tennis player. You know, he's a coach now, but he was big. He hurt himself, but he was a Wimbledon uh, quality. Um, he's good friends with Robin. Uh, they're like mm-hmm. neighbors. So, <laughs> you know, when, when Howard goes over for a couple glasses of wine or whatnot, they'll uh-huh. hang out and chit-chat and... I just think it's cool, you know. Uh, unfortunately, oh, wow. he hasn't set me up to have a chat with Howard yet, but <laughs> maybe someday. She's gonna get an interview <laughs> with Robin. <laughs> yeah, well, well you, know. you know what I find the most well, interesting, G. Keith, is that when you're walking down the street and there's Howard Stern and Robin, right? Um, they knew who you were. That's awesome. Right, right. Which is uh, you know a real thrill and honor for me because even when. When I walk down the street and, and, and fans acknowledge me in some way, either a nod of the head or a wave or uh, they stare at you uh, or someone comes up and says hello, whenever I, uh, that conversation or, or that, inter, uh, uh, that engagement is over and I'm walking further down the street, I always literally with, verbally with my mouth say, thank you, Lord, thank you, God, because nice. a lot of people walk this earth and you never know they exist. Right. And I'm fortunate and blessed to know the, to to uh, to have people know that I exist in this world. So I'm I'm very fortunate. But let let me say this: I would be remiss though if I did not give um, some acknowledgement to the man that got me started in radio. My my mentor. He, he's 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 uh, deceased now. But but uh, Frankie Crocker. Frankie Crocker, Frankie Crocker was the the man that started Urban Contemporary Radio. And we started at WBLS. That was the guy that hired me uh, when I brought the, the tape in. But he is the reason why I have become the guy, the the, re, the the media personality that I am. So I just wanted to give a shout-out to those people who may be listening uh, here in New York who, who are familiar with uh, Frankie Crocker. Was he, he was on WBLS, right? Yeah, uh, he originally started on WWRL, and then he went to uh, WMCA, crossover from, from black radio to general market radio, WMCA, mm-hmm. and uh, he became one of the good guys there. And then, uh, Yeah, that was the top was 40 station, right, the WMCA? He, exactly. Yeah. And, and then he was hired to, uh, to come to WLIB-FM, which we, we, we uh, changed the, the call letters to WBLS. And WBLS became this legendary radio station that people would come from uh, uh, all parts of the, 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 the world to sit in a hotel with a tape recorder then, one of those real, real tape recorders, and tape the format so they could take it back to France and, and England and, and yeah. even here in, here in New York and Philadelphia. People tried to emulate the format. Mm-hmm. And then even in Chicago, 
they uh, hired me to come to Chicago to uh, bring the format to uh, WGCI in Chicago. So I helped, I, I awesome. helped launch WGCI. Well, and so, I think that the term, the term chief rocker, right, which was also coined in that era, was because of Frankie. Exactly. He was the chief rocker, Frankie Crocker. Oh, that's chief awesome. Chief rocker, Frankie Crocker. Very I know nice. you listen to so yeah. many like uh, like hip hop and stuff too from like the eighties. They use the terminology chief rocker a lot. Yeah, Africa yeah. Bombada yeah. has a whole song called Chief Rocker. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't know that. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> wow. Learn something new every day. Oh man, that's, that's, that's such right. rich history. So, what station are um, uh, what, what station are you doing work for now? What are what are you up to now? Besides, I know you're doing Harlem America and your voiceover stuff, but you still do uh, a little bit of on air stuff at a station there, don't you? Well, every once in a while, WVLS will have the legends come back and do um, you know uh, an air shift, uh, and so uh, I, I did that back in December. And uh, I haven't done anything other than uh, I, I do a lot of announcing now for for galas and big events, and so for the Apollo Theater, I'm the the announcer for their gala fundraiser every year for the United Negro College Fund. Uh, I do that every year. They're big galas for fourteen hundred people, uh, and uh, you know every do, time uh, every time I see you, G. Keith, you're always somewhere doing something big. You know, you got your <laughs> your three piece. Uh, well, it's not even three piece suit. Uh, you got your what do you call that with the cummerbund and all that? Your uh, the, tu- the tuxedo. tuxedo. <laughs> you got your tuxedo on. You're looking all sharp and snazzy. <laughs> you know, and you're always doing something fantastic. I really admire well, that. Well, thank you very much. I've I've, I've truly been uh, blessed to still be uh, of, of value to to people uh, who uh, think that by having me uh, in the house somewhere, either as the announcer or the MC or just as a guest, mm-hmm. uh, it it uh, it warms my heart to know that people still. Uh, play some value on me so absolutely absolutely yeah, I'm, I'm glad of that uh but speaking of tuxedos i just recently told somebody the other day i was looking at a lot of these photos that i have of me at, at events and things i must have had about 13 different tuxedos <laughs> over the, the the years uh and in fact that's I all get tired of wearing tuxedos <laughs> <laughs> you're tired of wearing them that's great so I, I've never, I've never owned a tuxedo in my life. I've rented, but never owned. Really? Yeah, yeah. Never really had to, I guess. Well, when you're a radio legend like G. Keith Alexander in New York City, you yeah, have right. To, exactly. You have to own a, right. have to own a tux for <laughs> sure. Little, little old me out here in uh, Arizona. So, so what, what does a trend look like? I mean, as an, as an old school guy looking at, at, at radio nowadays, and um, Hot 97, that's New York, correct? Right. Right. So, like, those are new versions of Top 40 and hip-hop and, and, and those things that are um, kind of similar to what you guys paved the way. What do you what do you see similarity-wise between what you did um, versus what's happening, like, at Hot 97? And where do you think this goes in the future from a broadcast perspective for AM and FM? Well, you know, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, I don't see the similarities... Um, like we once had uh, before um, in when I was really ensconced in radio, when I was really immersed in, in, in radio, uh, the DJs 
were like the the, the stars, the Pied Pipers. Uh, you know, we told people where to go, what to do. Right. They followed us and so forth and so on. And then nowadays you get the comedians, you get the um, the, the shock jocks, you get the uh, rappers, and you get all these people now are are are, are really uh, these the stars of radio. So the the regular DJ type person that uh, Takes a back built seat. their career working in radio, you don't see too many of them as as much anymore. Yeah, so I've kind of noticed that they take a, a group of station like you know Clear Channel or or somebody or Cumulus who will own several stations. You know, instead of having you know a several mor- hundred, yeah, a morning. I'm, I'm thinking in one in one area, like right. you know, right. in one market. But you, you have uh, you know, like they'll they'll take the morning show from the New York market, which then also gets played in New Jersey. It also gets played in you know Connecticut. It gets played in you know Miami or some you know like right. other places. And that's that's the part of radio for me as a purist. I really I really hate to see because. Because you you're losing that that connectivity with your local community because you're not even listening to a jock that's in your area sometimes. Exactly, a lot of them are are syndicated on seventy or right. hundred radio stations around the country, right. and and they're not local, so they don't have that local touch. And there's so and, much uh, but, talent but, but, out but, there. But, so but, much. but let me tell you one one thing further. Um, Clear Channel Radio. Uh, uh, we used to call them cheap channel, but <laughs> but, clear channel, but but clear channel radio at one point uh, wanted to uh, have about twenty five jocks that they that they could do voice tracks all across the country, and they would put all of these hundreds of other disc jockeys out of business by having these twenty five jocks just do voice tracks so no matter what oh. town you're in if you're driving across the the country you'd still hear the same voice so at so when that came in our union tried to fight that right. because they, they were going to just uh, knock out so many different people we we we, we won sort of but then we didn't win sort of because then they started uh, doing that uh, overnights uh, uh, around the country uh-huh. and um and and so th- as a purist like you are that sort of changed radio for me as well. Mm. A little, just a little food for thought. Uh, you remember years ago, we were very close to being the uh, digital uh, uh, arm for Claire Channel. Really? Oh yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yep. yep. we're very. Oh, so yep. maybe I, sh- I so maybe I shouldn't say uh, I shouldn't have said cheap channel then. No, do you <laughs> say cheap channel because we didn't do business with them because so. they were cheap channel. <laughs> 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 That's exactly right. Well, now they're now they're all like iHeartRadio and iHeartMedia. Yeah, yeah. Clear Channel is, and they're like billions of dollars in debt. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Because they tried to buy up all these, they bought up all these radio stations. Yep. And uh, they at one time they had like thirteen hundred radio stations, and uh, but that the, the debt kept going up. Yep. And uh, so, you know, and, and 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 now to tell you the truth, everybody wants to be online. So they still have all of these these uh, brick and mortar stations, yep. but 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 people are now gravitating toward online radio, and uh, so 
Exactly right. Welcome to Voice America. Yeah, we watched. Uh, there you go. Radio <laughs> Radio Disney is right. What used to be right yeah, next right door next to our door studio yep. here here in Phoenix. And I was talking oh, really? to the, I was talking to the general manager over there as they were kind of you know leaving and asking them like why are you guys leaving you know the local market of Phoenix because they ended up they ended up selling the Radio Disney station and guess who bought it Clear Channel and then Clear Channel yeah. turned around and sold it and turned it into like a like a Latino radio station with cumbia music and all that Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. the general manager said well yeah everybody's online all these kids are on tablets on this and that and so they they were shutting down their standard brick and mortar radio operations to do to to focus on uh, radio Disney app like that you put download on your phone Um, and and so now they're programming that they still have a Phoenix section in there but it's all programmed with inside the app so when you log in uh, then you can go Mm -hmm. oh I want to I go to Phoenix or LA or or Denver or Las Vegas or whatever it is they don't need an office anymore yeah, they, don't. Just they, in they, the they run all of it from LA. All right. all fifty states are all now ran yep. out of one location in Los Angeles. Yep. Radio's wow. changed so much over yeah. the years. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. But you guys have staked out your real estate yep. and that's great. And I'm getting ready to jump on your real estate and that's even better. And we are so happy to have you come aboard. I think what you're bringing to the table uh, is just so valuable. And I think it's going to open up doors yeah. to, you know, other uh, potential networks uh, down the road. So, well, great. Gee, Keith, I'm really happy you're coming aboard. Uh, we've got maybe a minute and a half left. So, uh, what's what's next for G. Keith? Where are we going from here? Well, we're going to um, hopefully be launching around the end of December, 1st of January. And, uh, we're going to build this 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 channel, uh, and we're going to uh, uh, push it to the edge, Love and then we're it. going it. to develop this uh, network, and 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 we're also going to have the uh, the uh, from what Ryan has uh, Ryan has told me, we're going to have the the television component as well I at some point, will. and so we're we're just going to create something that that's so fabulous that everybody's going to want to uh, 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 get a piece of it, and. Uh, we think Agreed. it's just wonderful. Agreed. Yeah, 100%. Agreed. Kiki, thanks again for being on. Yeah. And I also want to give a big shout-out again to Zapier, uh, who sponsored the show today. Go check their website out, zapier.com slash frequency. You get a 14-day free trial. Automate, automate, automate. Make your life easier. Man, G. Keith, what an interesting conversation we had today just talking about radio and really getting in-depth with some <laughs> of that history. It's amazing. We could go well, very deep Thank you deep so very much, that. both. Both of you, thank you so very much. And let me just give a sh- uh, shout out to D. Daniels. D. Daniels. D. Daniels. That's right. D. Uh, we didn't have D. in today. We should have, but uh, yes, D. Uh, was a catalyst and uh, brought G. Keith to the table, and uh, you know she'll be working with uh, G. Keith very closely. So, uh, good stuff, G. Keith. Thanks for being on the show today, uh, and we welcome. will talk to you very soon, my friend. Thank you so very much. You guys have a great day and a better one tomorrow. Sounds good. That's awesome. You guys, thank you for tuning in to Finding Your Frequency Radio right here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Check us out all over social media at Radio Ryan 1, at Jeff Spinney 2, at Voice America TRN. Uh, We're all over your favorite podcast sites, so go download us, share us with your friends, give us a bunch of five stars because five stars are way better than four. And we'll talk to you next week on Friday right here on Finding Your Frequency.
join Voice America and host Alex Fullick for the DRJ Fall 2019 in Phoenix at the JW Marriott Desert Ridge as we broadcast live Monday, September 30th from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. The topics of the event are innovations in managing risk and resiliency. This is part of a three-day event featuring the top industry experts designed to keep your organization at the forefront of risk management. For more information, visit drj.com forward slash fall 2019 or join us live on voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 